welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood, and I'm not your life coach, just a girl who never gives up. Happy Sunday, guys. We have Danielle Gertner on today. She and I were able to meet at the Boston Public Library because she was in from, in town from Florida. We both spoke at the amazing Summit of Love event yesterday, and she's going to talk a little bit today about what her speech was on. Um, and what I think is really neat is she takes she has an ability to help us understand what alignment means without just defining it, because I think it's a hard thing to really understand, but if you are not aligned eventually one way or another, you find out. Things just don't feel right. You feel lack of passion. You feel confused. You feel stuck. And so she's going to kind of go into detail about her own experience of feeling um, unaligned. And so we're going to get into her own journey as an entrepreneur, as a person, her journey to find herself. And it's really magical. She also drops a ton of quotes and she'll drop a quote and then say who said it, which I admire because I'll like kind of remember the gist of a quote, a quote, but I will never remember who said it or nail it like she does. So very impressive. Um, she's amazing. Her Instagram is at uh, Danielle Gertner. And I hope you guys love this episode. Um, yeah, check it out. Have an awesome day and stay tuned for Wednesday's episode where you're just going to hear me read my speech that I gave yesterday at the Summit of Love. So super excited for it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And without further ado, here is Danielle. Oh, one more thing, you guys. We are actually recording at the Boston Public Library, and so you're going to hear feedback in the background. It's nothing terrible, um, except there is one point where I think someone is coughing or sneezing, so um, that's why you're going to hear some of the feedback. It's not super loud. It's actually kind of a a more quiet recording, but you are going to hear that kind of echoey in the background. I apologize for that, but I'm sure someday I will have a team who can take care of that, but right now, I do not know how, and I think this content is amazing, and I hope you enjoy it love it hey guys happy happy sunday i am here at the boston public library with danielle danielle how are you i'm great how are you doing well i think it's pretty iconic that a girl from indiana and a girl from florida are boston public library (laughs) it is pretty iconic the power of social media the power of the universe and sarah Gaines. and sarah Gaines. (laughs) thanks sarah (laughs) and then the listeners know she's been on here before uh we had a fun body positivity conversation which was beautiful um so thank you for being open to this actually suggesting it which it's kind of like was on my radar and i just sometimes you need a prompt so i um i dared to move by asking you if i if we could record one i'm I'm really happy we did and i am as well and also i'm excited um because i was as usual digging through um your stuff like i do with my guests to see if they've said anything powerful or if they've posted any quotes that i think are powerful because i usually start with a quote and so i'm going to read something you wrote and i want you to just kind of like Give me your gut reaction about it so the listeners just get a sense of your soul before we get started. Sure. So you wrote, the relationship you have with yourself is a direct reflection of the relationship you have with the world. And you said, it didn't really hit you until recently. It may have seemed like it, but you didn't have the greatest relationship with yourself. But you are learning and growing 
and releasing, and every day your relationship with the world and yourself gets a little more beautiful and a little more free. And I would love to just have you dissect that because the words that stood out to me were releasing, um, growing, and like the world. So yeah, um, I'm I'm so glad that that's what you chose. I. Um, any other podcast I've been on, it's usually like, oh, let's dive, dive right into the fitness stuff. So I'm glad uh-huh. you want to dive more into the soul stuff because yeah. that's really what, what makes me me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been on an incredible journey, specifically really the last year. I haven't really been diving into kind of my internal landscape for very long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has to do with a lot of different reasons. But in January of this year, I was actually in Mexico with Sarah. Um, and I wrote to myself and I set the intention that this was going to be the year of the ego that I was going to face my ego head on face my shit basically head on and let everything that was boiling within me come to the surface and I was going to confront it and talk to it and um you know the more that I've done that this year that's what I was referring to that my relationship with the world has opened tremendously I think I was um, really angry inside and confused and lost and just all of the things Mm -hmm. and because I didn't let it come up I didn't release it it Mm -hmm. stayed down there and it just started getting clogged yeah Yeah. it was just clogged and this year has been it's been a really it's been a hard year not in a bad way yeah. not in a good way just hard it's the same for me <laughs> yeah um there's like nothing particularly wrong yeah like even just like not like the whole like instagram's perfect in your lifestyle it's like more like just like even in your probably private life there's probably nothing particular it's just it's a feeling yeah. internally yeah yeah and um the more I uh, really looked within and and let some of that surface, I discovered some really cool things. Mm. And um, my relationship with the world has has opened. Um, I was actually talking about this on my Instagram the other day. My grandma always used to say, "You can say you can tell a lot about a person by um, how they react to situations. Mm. Like if they lose their luggage, miss their flight, or get oh, into a car accident." My gosh. Yeah. Me in January 2019, I was probably the worst person to miss their flight or lose their that luggage. That was me in 2014. I, oh my God, you'll read my book. I'm yeah. gonna give it to you, but <laughs> like so I would cry. I would cry when I heard about a delay. Yes. Like literally lose my shit. Lose my shit. If yeah. if, if life did not pan out what exactly the oh, way yeah. I expected it to, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck you. It's your fault. It's everybody else's fault. Yeah. And somebody. And said, why is this happening to me? Yep. Yep, and somebody said something to me. It was actually I, um, I was really nasty to somebody, and um, it was totally uncalled for. And somebody said to me, um, "Yo, that says way more about you than it does that person." And that was a moment where I was like, "Oh shit, I, I really, gotta I gotta turn around. I really need to look at these things that are floating mm-hmm. inside of me. Let yeah. them come up and try to figure out where they come from. Try to make peace with them and." Yeah. Here we are. I love it. you. It's releasing. I feel like a way different person in yeah. what month are we in? Eleven months. Yeah. So. I love that you're already sharing so much of that because we can get into all of these things today. And um, one thing you mentioned before we started was self love. And um, you know, you mentioned just now you had this one moment where someone said that to you. And I was telling a friend recently. I had forgotten this, but I had one moment where was crying like in a bathroom and the guy I was dating at the time had heard me say like I'm so fat like I'm so ugly like I was really just like literally saying terrible things about myself in the mirror and he said when you he like grabbed my hands was like when you say that about 
the woman I love, you are hurting my feelings too. And oh I just God. like, that was it for me too. And you have that moment where you're like, wow. something is said to you that changes, it just makes you have a like physical reaction. Perspective like, shit. Yes, yeah. completely. And um, also, those, those face laps come in all different shapes. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. Um, and one thing you just said too, um, you wanted to dig into the soul stuff before we go into fitness stuff. Now I'm gonna ask you a question, yeah. and we can go into it a little bit deeper, deeper, but I ask all my guests about this, and it is, um, you're sitting on a plane, and someone looks at you and says, oh, what do you do? It's like such a common question, but I always struggled with it, so now I ask all my guests the same question. Yeah, and I totally struggle with it too, but, um, what I feel really comfortable and confident saying now is that I'm an ownership coach and I Whoa, inspire I people that. to take ownership over their lives and their wellness journeys. And that means a lot of different things. I do that in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, for me, what I've done, how I've turned my life around is taking, is owning my shit. Mm -hmm. Owning the fact that I am angry and I don't have a great relationship with myself and with the world. and. Um, I'm not going to just be okay with that anymore. I'm going to own it, and then mm. I'm going to do the work to change it. And then teach other people. Exactly. I love that. Teach other people in the process. And um, you mentioned this whole thing about your intention of the ego. And I, I and you also mentioned it was your theme of the year. And I love, I always set like something for the year. So I love that you did that. And ironically, just last night, this guy I literally just mentioned before we started the podcast, John Romanello, he was like one of the original for the podcasters, uh, original coaches online. Like he started an online coaching business years ago. He worked with Gary Vaynerchuk years ago. And um, he's since doing a lot of different types of coaching, more so in the writing space. But he wrote this piece, like a long form article, like very long, took me a while to get through it, about his death. But he's like still alive. So you like mm. click on it, like what do you mean? And it was like the death of his ego. Mm. And it was this very deep Oof. piece of that. So I'll send yes. it to you and I'll link it in the show notes for anyone interested. But um, when, you, uh, when you first set off on this this year, like, what was the first kind of thing that you did? Like for something on practical action. So if the listeners are like picturing it, they're like, oh, did Danielle start meditating? Sure. Or did she go to boxing class and get under aggression? Mm -hmm. Like what was it for you? What was the first step? Um, the first step, which I'm so very much taking the first step every day. I think it I takes a long time. I love that you said that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it was writing. Um, I love to write, but I... Um, I'm not really great with expressing my emotions and part of this year was really diving into why I'm not great at expressing my emotions and there's a you know a family trauma and and you know trauma bonds and and things like that that mm -hmm. I think we, um, all have. we all have that I never really understood or mm -hmm. was mature Aware enough to of, yeah. yeah that's my thing yes. like sometimes you don't even know yep I'm, I want to share something that just I'm gonna write this down so I don't don't forget that you'll hear this in my talk on Saturday mm -hmm. um, but so yeah the first step for me was writing um, and and for some of you that are listening that maybe don't want to write it's um, sitting with the thoughts and mm. actually let me tell you what the actual first step was I personified parts of myself so I thought that it was gonna be the year of the ego then I learned that there's a lot of other people that live inside of me quote-unquote holy crap yeah, okay. the, inner, the inner child the inner critic the shadow the heart and the ego and I've been doing I've been working with a soul coach now for a couple months and we talk a lot about this and it was really hard for me to um, understand what she was talking about so I started personifying yeah. them and I was like okay I'm gonna write to my inner child and I would write letters I have actually I have my journal with me I write letters to my inner child my mm -hmm. inner critic whoever I feel needs love and attention in the moment mm -hmm. 
that was the defining pivotal point because wow. then it allowed these quote unquote people mm-hmm. to um, to take shape and to take form and to have a voice that could talk yes. back to me yes. and say you know, hey, the inner child, you know, I want love right now. I, I, yeah. I don't feel loved, but whatever, yeah. whatever the thing is. Yeah. And that was, that has been really pivotal and, and has helped me personally a lot kind of dive into these really scary ideas of mm-hmm. like the ego. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yes. I remember the first time told me, somebody told me the ego versus the self. Have you ever heard of Mickey Singer? He mm-hmm. wrote The Untethered Soul. Oh, yes. I know the book. I just didn't know that was the name. Though. Yeah. So he actually lives in Alachua, where I live, um, which if you ever want to come, it's incredible. He has a space called Temple of the Universe. And I've been going for on and off for a couple of years. Oh, and wow. he leads free talks twice a week actually I think more times a week it's amazing amazing. it's really amazing but he was the first person that that introduced the idea of the self versus the ego and I went when I probably when I was a freshman or sophomore Mm -hmm. at UF and when he said that I I remember leaving literally scratching my fucking head like what the fuck does that mean and it took a long time to really understand um that there are these like these faces of mm-hmm. ourselves that live yeah. live inside and and so long answer to your short question but I think that was the defining step was writing and then personifying the parts of yeah. myself so I can actually have a conversation with them yeah. and I could it, it's not as scary I think I, I think timing of the universe is wild because I had just mentioned to you before we started this podcast that I met my coach for the first time last week and in our session she started going into shadow work and she had me name and personify my like shadow oh, and inner child oh, and like i had never done that before so and she was like okay he's sitting right here and like what, what does he or she look like mm-hmm. what are they named and it was so interesting and one of the things she said is she's like you know it is maybe a scary thing or a sad part of you or like because i was like oh it's a sad person or whatever and she's like you know that doesn't mean that they're bad or sad or mad they are literally there to protect you yep. and to try to keep you from harm yep. it doesn't mean that it's bad it's just you have to be aware of it so it's like the awareness so i'm so glad yes. you brought that up because now i actually get to like understand it yeah um and then when it pops up you're over, you're able to say like oh that's what that is. okay gertrude yeah i hear you but yeah lol that's my i love that <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that's my inner critic her name is Gertrude. <laughs> I love that. And I'm able to say, like, okay, Gertrude, I hear you. What else do you need to share with me today? Like, mm. as if I'm talking to a friend. Mm. And that's really helped me kind of let my guard down of, like, I don't want to get into my feelings. It's yeah. like you're just talking to somebody who needs to be listened to right oh now. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. like you said in the beginning, not pushing it down. Yes. Because wow. that much shit gets stuck. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder, like, why I felt so, like, clogged and yeah. cloudy all the time. Yeah. It's because like, I literally have energy blockages. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So powerful. And I think it's also interesting that we're meeting at this time because, well, one, we're actually here today because you're in town from Florida because we're doing a speech or we're doing a summit. We're both speaking at a summit on Saturday. Yes. And interestingly enough, you just said you're like in a transition. You're in this year of kind of like figuring it out as am I. And so the one thing I think has been interesting for both of us is that we've been not challenged in like a intentional way but just challenged by this fact that we're speakers at an event who have to give a bio (laughs) and have to say like here I am in this world and it's really hard to just show up and and be one thing or just be in this box and um so I just felt really um really inspired and empowered to just be what I am or what I feel like that day because you and Dorothy like we're all in this point I mean all humans in general sure are figuring it out and yeah. so um 
when you want to briefly just mention what you're going to talk about? Sure, yeah. Because so Dorothy brought hers up on our Yeah, episode. definitely. Um, and I'm really excited because it, like you said, the universe, the universe just knows her shit, okay? <laughs> she knows what's up. And so I am speaking on reflection and um, about the tools to overcoming the overwhelm mm. as you're going through the self-love journey, which is Love. really, if there is a word of what I felt this year, it is overwhelmed overwhelmed by the emotions that have come up the shit that has come up um overwhelmed by still sometimes not reacting in the the most the best way and then feeling bad that i didn't react the way i would have wanted to react but um and i'm really excited about it because i'm really genuinely sharing what i've what tools i've used over this last year to help me overcome that feeling as i'm getting closer to myself and falling in love with all parts of me so I'm really excited amazing and who along this way has inspired you like I've been um, just this week reading about like visions vision boarding all that stuff and I'm a big visualizer but it hit me literally this morning I woke up and I was like oh it's 3 30 in the morning I'm up at 3 30 because I'm going to Barry's boot camp and something I read must have sunk into me that 20 year old me would was literally visualizing working at a posh cool studio with the microphone and dim lighting and blah 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 and like oh my god like I don't really want to do this right now but like that is what I freaking visualized years ago yeah. and so it, it motivated me to sit down with myself and um and and do like some sort of vision boarding this morning that being said I had to like really think hard about who I'm actually paying attention to when I scroll so that is a mm. long-winded question to ask you like is there a certain person or a certain vibe or a certain energy that attracts you um that is inspirational or that's been helpful yeah absolutely um and in this moment in time it are it is the people who show up as authentically themselves and don't put a fucking rainbow filter over their shit that Mm. show up and are like yo i'm like we just talked about for the podcast it's not that i'm not happy or not that i'm sad i'm just okay and it's, I'm okay with being okay. Yeah. And these people, like you mentioned, Nagar, what's her last Fanuni. name? Fanuni. And like how she posts, like just her real, raw, authentic shit. And yeah. I really identify with it because I think there's, and this is also getting into being, you know, a, a fitness a tr- coach uh, or an influencer or a motivational speaker that your job is to always show up as the rainbow and butterfly and fucking sunlight beaming at your pores when that's not the reality of being a human totally and um that those are the people that really inspire me like i have a dream to have an own your shit conference one day and Mm. i'm gonna put that out there on the podcast because it's gonna happen people you want to beat me too i've been asking my guests this year what do you want to manifest that is i'm manifesting it yeah um yeah and that's what i want the conference to be filled with is it's not the people that that just you know are doing incredible things and have their shit together and are always showing up super positively but just showing up as them they are mm. owning who they are in the moment yeah. um i don't know if you want as a specific person but it's just if there's an, i mean just whatever you feel called to say yeah i don't really there's not a specific person because yeah. there are people that i just notice just do it sometimes yeah. you know yeah. i And sometimes people surprise you. Or someone that you thought had like this kind of squeaky perfect thing like does something really. Which actually you know who that is for me is I always kind of, not always, but for the past three or four years I knew about Gabrielle Bernstein. Like Mm -hmm. I just knew her name. I knew she was an author. I didn't really, I knew the names of her books but I hadn't read them. 
and um, something came up, a podcast I think with her, and I liked it, so I, I, I searched for more, and I kept hearing about her journey, and I kind of saw her like image on Instagram maybe two years ago, and yes. she looked all perfect and whatever, and she has an author, and this everything's great, and the universe is great, and this is how you make it even better. Yeah. So that's great, right? Mm -hmm. But literally, she's now just opening up about all of her struggles to conceive and all of her struggles of like postpartum depression. And I'm like, you know what? She could have kept that squeaky clean. I'm an author. I'm a bestseller. Everything's I sell all Gucci on my end. Yeah, but instead, she's like just sharing like what she's facing today. And yeah. I think that that's what we're both getting at is like being able to face what's going on right now yeah whether it's good bad ugly okay yeah like and and not um and letting go of i think the other thing too that i've learned is you have to awareness right awareness okay. of your own biases and expectations and expectations. judgments on yourself of like how does it look that I'm showing up this way? That mm. was a big fear for me, right? Because when I started posting my real shit on Instagram earlier this year, I got a lot of comments of like, is everything okay? Like, you don't seem as happy, you know, like, is, what's what's happening, you but know? Do you, you, do you need, and I'm like, I'm You fine. turn it around on them, like, are you are happy you? all the time? Yeah, are like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm living the human experience, Ooh. and this is how I'm living it yeah. right now. Um, so what I wanted to share with you, I wrote this down. There's an incredible, maybe you've heard of it before. It's a, it was a speech um, called "This Is Water," and when is this going to go live? After the summit? Cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, it <laughs> awesome. is after the summit. Because I'm, I'm, I'm. This is part of my my talk on Saturday. So, and I don't remember the guy who led the speech, yeah. but I'll find it for you so that you can also put it in the show yeah, notes yeah, if yeah. you want to, because it's yes. an amazing video. Um, or the speech was turned into a video, and it starts off with this story of these two little fish swimming up the stream and then there's this bigger fish who's swimming down the stream and as the bigger fish passes the little fish he says hey guys what's up how's the water and they're like yeah and they keep swimming and then one of the little fish a little way longer turns to the other little fish and says what the hell is water and the lesson in there is like how oblivious we can be to the water that we're swimming in. Mm. How blind we can be to our, our biases, our judgments, our expectations of ourselves in the world. Mm -hmm. These deeply rooted beliefs that were ingrained in us when we were yes. zero to seven years old. Yeah. And we've been living our whole fucking lives looking through this filter oh of, my and not even aware of that water. Mm -hmm. And so this big theme for me this year and in, in totally ties into owning my yeah. shit is what is the water I've been swimming in? And what I realized yeah. is it was pretty murky and it was really scary because I also just in life, I don't love water. Um, <laughs> like actually, metaphorically and, metaphorically and for yeah. real. Um, but starting to get really comfortable swimming and strengthening my strokes of, you know, yeah. of sorts if we want to keep That's down the awesome. corny line. It's, yeah. Yeah, so I challenge you and also people listening yeah. is what is the water that you've been swimming yeah. in that you haven't been aware of? Wow, and that's really powerful too. Again, the timing of this. There's a woman that um, also I follow on Instagram who is I am Erin Brown, author, um, very into self-love, positivity, challenging like confirmation biases, talking about gender mm. identity, all of this stuff. And she posts up all the time about things like um, abortion, about dating, sex, all the things. And this week, she just had this long story about um, chivalry. And it's funny because I was raised in the Midwest. I was raised, you know, going to a Presbyterian church that I, I believe in God, but I didn't have this, like, 
strong conviction to like sing the hymn sure. on Sunday. Like yeah. I just never felt like that meant anything. Anyway, she was like, have you ever stopped to think about chivalry? Like, is someone gonna open a door for you because that's what men are supposed to do for women? Can you be a feminist and still want chivalry? Is chivalry even a thing or is it just called being a nice person? Mm -hmm. And like, why don't we look through a different lens today and see like, let's break this down. So she like went on this whole thing, breaking it wow. down. And like, there's people like, like that that are just challenging like how we see the world. And honestly, living in Boston for me has challenged it in the best way because I grew up in a very conservative red state where it's just like like people don't talk about things and it's just it's not it's part of I think your self-evolution to challenge like you said what you're swimming in and yes. identify why you even believe what you why believe. do you believe, what you believe? I'm so glad yeah. you said that <laughs> when I got so I'm Jewish and um, I wasn't raised my my family's not super religious mm. um, when I got to college you know I started to think about Somebody, I think somebody asked me, why are you Jewish? And I couldn't answer the question. Which is also kind of an abrupt question. It, it was an abrupt question. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of something like a first grader would say. Yeah, yeah. Because honestly, why, why yes. are you? Why? Why do you have why red you, hair? Yes, <laughs> and, and they, it was the intention behind it was super pure. I think yeah, they were yeah. just curious. Yeah, it reminds like, me of Why that. do you believe in, in Judaism? And what I realized is I didn't believe in it because I didn't really know about it I just believed in it because that's what my parents taught me to believe yeah, yeah. and I ended up taking an intro to Judaism course because of it and then totally fell in love with you yeah. know and connected with the religion so yeah. I can say I am Jewish and, and, and understand here's why, why. Yeah. Um, but yeah no I think um, we a lot of times we don't actually know why we believe it yeah. we, we do it because it's what's it's expected it's what's been taught to mm -hmm. us it's you know, if you go outside, if you if you draw outside the lines, like you're judged and people mm -hmm. think of you funny and depending on your community, yeah, totally, yeah. Some things would fit in elsewhere, obviously. Yep. yep. Um, I want to kind of take a step back for the listeners to understand, like, the maybe the reason why you're able to be so self-aware and to be able to even want to explore. And from my experience, as kind of a, a we're not okay. I had a blog. I wrote fitness articles and to be in a business where you're an entrepreneur and your ability to be vulnerable and share parts of your life are how you get clients, right? You're a trainer, you're now doing some online coaching. Do you think that that is part of why you're challenging yourself to figure yourself out as to how you show up in the world? Because yeah. part of getting clients is continuing to show up like what were your hurdles of being in this space as a trainer and as someone who's active on Instagram and how do you think the online part of it has either challenged you or helped you Ooh, loaded question very loaded um very loaded. so the first piece of that you'd asked um why why do I do the work basically like yeah. why why is this work important to me and I think there's a couple reasons um some more selfish than others but I think one of the things is one of my favorite quotes ever is Stephen Covey's quote on what is leadership mm -hmm. and he says leadership is communicating somebody's potential so clearly that they're inspired to see it in themselves mm. and I when I read that I was like fuck yes yeah. um, and so a huge reason is because if I can untap my potential um, then I can help other people see their potential mm. um, so there there's that piece the other piece too is I'm just hungry to see like all parts of myself I think that another piece of this is I am um, I've learned that I'm very 
like stubborn almost like fuck the system in a mm. sense and I want to challenge everything I think I know about myself and about the world mm. um, again and this is this is very new to me um, but I grew up just kind of doing what I was told to do Same. and believing what I was told to believe and seeing the world through this filter that I just didn't even know that I had mm. until I can't pinpoint a moment that I woke up, but this moment that I woke up that I was like, do I actually believe in all this shit? Mm. You know, do I actually like want to live my life this way and put on this front? And I decided no, because yeah. I was, there was turmoil inside. And the reason there was turmoil is because I wasn't living in alignment, mm. you know? And what was one of your signs? Because yeah. I recently experienced something like this. And how did you know that you weren't in alignment or like describe for the listeners like what you were doing that you kind of realized like aside from the with the religion example that you just gave where yeah. you were like whoa was I it in your career was it like in your relationship um it, it was in yes all um okay. i realized i i I was always wanting more. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? I was never satisfied mm. and still very much struggle with that. And yeah. when I question like, well, what is going to make me satisfied? I don't have the answer to that yet because I haven't done the work, enough work within myself to even understand what you want. Understand what I want and understand what fulfillment, true fulfillment. I think I have an idea and I'm learning what that mm. idea is. But that was really, I, I just... I kept wanting more and yeah. I kept searching for more mm -hmm. and I kept doing more but still not yeah. finding the, the feeling that I was looking gotcha. for and until I realized I really need to get clear on what do I want to feel every day mm. how do I want to wake up and feel every I actually wrote about this um, recently and yeah that was kind of the pivotal the pivotal moment and then there were some other things you asked and I forgot what you asked me just before. how so for me Part of discovering yourself is, like you said, spending time with your thoughts, yeah. spending time kind of identifying the different parts of you. And what I kind of felt when I was at the height of my Crossroads of Fitness, like blogging multiple blogs a week, posting about my lifts, like talking about my clients and their progress. And I was just so in the day to day of like what was happening now. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I was kind of not doing the work on myself. And so in order to feel authentic online, I had to really ask myself what I want. And like one of my first epiphanies was like, yeah, I had like, a, you know, during bodybuilding, like, yeah, I have a six pack. Yeah, I have like, you know, the best body I've ever had in my life. But like, I don't want to be known for that. I kind of mm -hmm. had this inner voice saying, but I want people to think I'm intellectual and yeah. I want to write. That's when I was like, okay, so I'm gonna write a book. So like, I was constantly feeling like if I'm showing up on Instagram, I have to be as real as possible. So Instagram was almost pushing me to, to show up positively but also like show up for real yeah. so I was wondering if like if your consistency because it seems you're very consistent with Instagram I have not been lately for these reasons but um, if that challenged you to like oh, really yeah. think about your thoughts yes because you're writing it to the world absolutely um, that absolutely I somebody somebody said to me that my Instagram are like little mini blog posts yeah because they are yeah um, and something I want to talk to you about which I think will be a really interesting conversation is the pressure I feel now that I have a business coach and now that I'm right now I'm in um, the process of selling for for my next program launch mm -hmm. which is December 4th, uh, 16th and um, you know there's a, all this pressure with like all your content needs to be surrounded and, and focus on your 
program launch and program launch and program launch and if you post about other things you're confusing people that to me is not authentic me sitting down and pre-plan my content doesn't feel right dude i can't fucking do it i worked with people to do that before and they're actually good friends and it was an interesting experience but like i was like no because if i want to talk about this beautiful building today because i got a great photo of it because i was standing here admiring it i want to post that yep Yep. You cannot, mm. you cannot fake your, your humanness, your mm. human, like you living the human experience. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, some people do it really well. And it's not that I think people are straight up faking their human experience, but when you pre-plan it, you are filtering it. You are so, it's the biggest filter. It it's is deeper than the whatever. And I feel it when I post. I actually, um, before you got here, I was writing out some Instagram content for the next week that is focused around the program. And so what I, the balance I found is I write themes, but I don't write the copy. Yeah, because it has to, something might happen to you that morning. It's got to come from my heart. Yeah. It's got to come from my heart. If you put me in a corner and yeah no and that's where that not living in alignment comes from i know my me living in alignment is me speaking my heart in the moment that's it and it's it's been really sarah is so like that too yeah that's why you guys are friends yeah it's we very much and we bond over this all the time because um yeah you it's yeah i'm doing myself a disservice i'm doing you as a part as a community member at a service if I am filtering my truest truths if I am not showing up as who I am in the moment mm-hmm. that's that's not going to yeah. help you when then when you're yeah. in a moment of you know maybe a lower moment that's not going to help you my True. my rainbow butterfly shit isn't going to serve yeah. you and and I want to serve you I want you to see that there are Mm-hmm. We, are, we live on a spectrum. We are not positive or negative. We are floating up and down and all around at all points. And it's so fucking beautiful. And it's fun. And um, one word that has been popping up lately in my mind is, or like phrase, is living in awe of myself in the world. Ooh. And whether that's like, like last week I wasn't in a super great place. Um, There's a lot of things that happened and family things that happened. And instead of being you know, down and like trying to pull myself out of being down, right? Because that's a big thing for people. It's like, oh, rub some dirt in or pull yourself out of it. Do something that makes you feel good. It'll it'll help. No, I'm just living in awe of like, I can feel this deeply. How cool is that? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not super fucking happy right now, but I'm feeling. Yeah, and that's that's being alive. It's amazing. How cool is that? that is Mickey it. Singer says that a lot. Really? He literally is like, how, how cool is that? We're we're sitting on a mid- we're sitting on a planet that's spinning in the middle of the universe. How fucking cool is that? That is the fuck awesome. I added. He did not say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. Um, I I I think that what you're saying about the whole when you were describing how that's when you realize you weren't in alignment spoke to me just now because I was getting the worst feelings ever when I was pre-planning my content and I kept telling the people I was working with I was like I didn't realize that's what was happening but I just kept saying before Instagram was even big and I just randomly posted something about my workout shake or I just randomly posted me with the kettlebell and a thought it was just so natural and I get so much engagement and I get all how much more engagement do you get so so much more and then they're like but you need and then then all of a sudden engagement became a term and mm-hmm. it's like, but that was before engagement was even like a Nobody term in the dictionary. Th- yeah. It was just like, 
Well, now we're out yeah. here fucking fighting algorithms. Like, right. Yeah. Shouldn't yeah. we be fighting our inner shit? What yeah. are we fighting algorithms yeah, for? Exactly. <laughs> Which actually, that kind of leads me to another thing that I wanted to briefly touch on is, um, so when we talk about being real on Instagram, so let's take like the most real people that have the most followers in our brains. Like, just think of a few people, and um, you mm. think about events that they want to put on. Like, what would compel you to go? Because we were talking about how hard, you know, knowing that we're going through this process together of helping a little bit put on this um, summit of it. It's Katie Grimes' event, who was on the podcast, but um, we've been helping her with the logistics a little bit, and we're speaking at it, and we see all the hurdles, and I've had my challenges with planning events. What do you think it is about social media, call them influencers, call them coaches, people with online businesses of sorts, what do you think it is that makes people want to come see them in real life versus being on the ground? Because obviously work, we've experienced the hurdles and challenges of doing events. And obviously we see on Instagram that some of them go very well. Yeah. So what do you think? So I'm just going to talk totally from my perspective. Like yeah. what would draw me to go to one of your events yeah. or to one of Nagar's events? Yeah. Um, I think if it's somebody that... I I don't I can't guess what their content is gonna be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Gotcha. I'm gonna see I'm gonna see them exactly as they are in that moment. And yet, sure there's consistency of values there, yeah. but they're always gonna show up a little bit differently. They're gonna mm-hmm. show me the spectrum of their humanness. Whoa. <laughs> I love that. Right? Like and that is Sarah also, by the way. Yeah. Because I've been to many events with her, and she's just like she's always herself. But like, you just never know like what cool there's, stuff is gonna come up. There's, it's the spectrum of her humanness, and to me, that is so attractive. It is something that I crave and want more people in my life who embody that. Yeah, that's what pulls me to an influencers event. I'm not gonna go to an influencers event if you know your content is the same shit every single day Um, I want to get to know you as a person I want to know how your journey to discover yourself has Mm -hmm. helped you get where you are and if that's not what you're going to share then I'll catch you online that actually makes me think about why podcast events that are interviews do so well and it's because like I'm the constant right I'm going to show up Like, I'm not doing live events yet but if I were right today I'm going to show up tonight say as myself i'm the constant the variable is the person i'm gonna have live it's gonna unveil their soul or whatever they decide to share about their journey yeah so and even the conversation like sure the the, your podcast is about daring to move and but but what you talk about is a little different and if you really dive into these deeper conversations with people like you're gonna keep me coming back because i'm gonna be like well, what's Sarah talking about? What are they talking about Sarah with Sarah yeah. today? What are you talking about with Katie today? That yeah. that I can like really see just the inner workings of somebody's somebody's Humanist. inner world. Yeah. yeah, because everybody's inner world is so different, and mm-hmm. I also find that really fascinating. Is how differently we process and we see the world. Like Sarah and I have a lot of similarities, but we are also so different with how we process the world Mm. and this was actually a big her and I wanted to actually film a podcast 
about this specific thing because we kept hearing over and over again oh you guys are so similar like oh you guys like oh are both of you gonna talk together because we have similar messaging and we started to get really frustrated because we're like we're not the same fucking person yeah. we are so different like yes we have similar values and mm -hmm. mission and vision but the way we are navigating the way we are exploring the way we are celebrating ourselves is very different mm -hmm. so um yeah i think that's what draws me mm. um but it's hard. It's hard. They're, yeah. It's, it's a hustle. <laughs> Events are hard. Yeah. I mean, as an entrepreneur, as someone running your own business, I mean, it's all hard when you're working for yourself. But if you're passionate about it, like you said, like knowing how you want to wake up in the morning and feel, it's it's never work that like you don't mind showing up the library to do. Yep. You know, and if it ever does become that, I have to check myself. Ooh. And And that's been, again, especially with this me kind of moving a lot more towards these online programs there is a system there is a formula that works right if you look mm -hmm. at these online yeah trainers yeah. there is a there's a system mm -hmm. um and it's made the work very tedious um and very overwhelming gotcha. and it's made me not enjoy it as much mm -hmm. at least the like marketing aspect of it Same. and i've had to really pull back and be like okay then we're not going to do it like that because Yes, I want clients, of course. Yes, I want to help people. Yes, I want to inspire people, but not at um, at the risk of not being true and authentic to who I am. Yeah. I'm not going to take the enjoyment. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, and there's coaches that are like, well, you're not going to get as many clients if you do it your way. Well, yeah, ultimately you will, though. Right? You will. And, and maybe it's I not the it. type of client they think I should be getting, but it's going to be people I'm going to build deep-ass fucking relationships yes. with that. I'm not just going to give a workout program and they're going to get some results for three months. It's people whose lives I am going to change mm -hmm. because we can sit down and have conversations yes. like this and be real with each other. Like, yeah. those are the clients I want. Mm. Um, so I love that. Yeah. My um, One of my final questions for you is... Um, because I have like a little hint because you shared this with me about yeah. how do you see yourself daring to move in the next few months? Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Um, so I'm two, two answers to this question. Um, I see myself daring to move by continuing to dive into my shit and not be afraid and not be afraid to share mm. what I'm what I'm learning and what I'm um, what's coming up and the struggles of like how I am handling it because mm. um, it's not easy yeah. um, and then the second piece of that I'm daring to move by moving to Austin Texas yeah. in March and um, this is my first public announcement of it <laughs> um, yeah I'm fucking going and I'm terrified because I'm super comfortable in Gainesville I have a great community I love Love my community um, but I know that there is this this pull that there is more for me and there's it's a more, gut feeling there's a gut it's a gut feeling mm -hmm. and there is no scientific answer you just have to say yeah. fuck it I feel it and I'm gonna listen to it and I'm gonna enjoy the journey whatever's thrown at me yeah. I'm going to trust myself that I have the answers if I just listen mm. and um, also surround myself with really great people like you yeah. that I can talk openly about it. Yeah. So catch me in Austin if any of you are yes. there and listening. And I'm thinking too about two people I know who lived in Austin briefly who probably still have ties there that I'll have to connect you to. I'd be um, greatly appreciative of so that. Many amazing things about it, especially the food <laughs> dude food live music fitness, fitness. we're good, <laughs> we're good. maybe a, someday i'll come do a podcast with you live there 
Ugh. All right, y'all heard that. We're manifesting, <laughs> we're manifesting that. that. You want to know what? I, I will, I'm going to add, you're going to come do a podcast, a live podcast at my Own Your Shit conference. Yeah. We're going to have a dare to move fucking stage. And you're going to interview awesome. my, the Own Your Shit podcast, yes. Own Your Shit conference guests. Ooh, They're going to be, be on your podcast right. at the conference. Count it. Boom. I count it. <laughs> I love it. Um, thank you for that okay, so much. Thank you. Um, is there anything that you, any mantras that you have that you say to yourself, or any quotes that you that um, that you can think of that you haven't already said that you would like, you know, want to share that you hold on to that keep you going? Something that pops up recently, it's from the book Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. which is a phenomenal book. Uh, James Clear is a great fucking author. Um, in the book, he said, every action you take is a vote for the person you want to become. And yeah, Whoa. okay, let me pause for a dramatic settling. Yes. <laughs> let that settle. Like, <laughs> every action you take is a vote for the person you want to become. And that has been really transformational for me. Um, because we can get really caught up in routine and mm-hmm. really caught up in, again, our own biases and our own mm-hmm. shit. And when I am about to do another routine, you know, action or task, I stop now and I think about, um, you know, I think about that. Like, who mm-hmm. is the person that I am on this journey of becoming? Yeah. And is this action, is this thought, is this belief, are these words coming out of my mouth aligned? The words. Yes. I think that's going to be, I'm going to call this podcast What is Alignment? Because without having some perfect definition of it, you have explained so well. Thank you. When you feel what it isn't, you know, and, and how you discover that. My soul coach and I, I actually asked her this question because I was frustrated. I'm like, everyone talks about this alignment yeah. shit. What does it mean? Yeah, yeah. And what she said was, when your thoughts, your actions, and your beliefs, Mm -hmm. something like that, maybe I'm fucking that up a little bit, but basically they are are in sync. Yes. They're in sync. Like, if you are feeling down, you're not going to post something super happy. Yeah. It's not living in alignment. Yeah. So, yeah, you can call us whatever you want. I am just really happy to be able to have shared some time with you. And It's been great. Yeah. And I wish you the best. Thank you. And I want us to manifest all the things. All the things. And hopefully, well, this is going to go live the day after the summit. Nice. So imagining that oh. it went well. It's going to go great. And, um... And yeah, we'll be in touch. You guys can follow her. Um, why don't you share just verbally so they can hear it? Yeah, and absolutely. Put it in the notes absolutely. where they can find you, follow you, contact you. Absolutely. Um, I would love that, um, even if it's just to say hi. Um, so on Instagram at Danielle Gertner, D A N I E L L E G E R T N E R. That's also my website, DanielleGertner.com. And yeah, please come say hi. Let's talk about all the owning your shit, alignment, everything. Um, I'm here for it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and I'm sure they will all check you out. Thank you.